everybody. Welcome to Pizza Cast number five. It's the fifth one, right? It's the fifth one, yeah. It is the fifth one. We got all kinds of stuff for you this week. We're going to talk about, uh, apparently, a DC character is going to come out of the closet, and there's wild speculation on who it is. Yeah. Also, we're going to talk uh, E3. It's coming up uh, next, is it next week. I think it might be next week. I think if so. not the week after. <laughs> so we're going to be talking about that and what, what could be there, what we'd like to see, that kind of stuff. Uh, we might talk about that new Great Gatsby movie, um, some webcomic stuff, and more tonight on PizzaCast. <laughs> and as always, I'm Cody. I'm Sam. I'm Samantha. Oh, thank God we made it through the open, guys. <laughs> we made it. That was pretty, and you didn't have to do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, smooth sailing from here. Before we get into some of our uh, news topics, I guess we'll start talking a, a little bit about what we've uh, what we've been doing this week. So, you guys have anything to start? Get the ball rolling. I've been loving this PvP storyline they've been doing the D and D one they've done recently. I've been reading it. Yeah, yeah. Really good. Yeah. And I usually don't like the like offshoots from the main cast, but those three D and D players are great. See, I like I like Val. I like the dwarf. Uh, yeah. But uh, I. I'm not sold on the super competitive guy. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not... I, although, to be fair, I wasn't sold on him um, when they first appeared in the uh, uh, Magic the Gathering yeah. uh, storyline. But, uh, no, that, it's it's all right. It's pretty good. Now, One guy looks like Fred Flintstone, though. He does, yeah. <laughs> well, I think it's I think that's because of um, uh, Kurtz's new uh, kind of looser art style. He, he yeah. revamped everything uh, you know, a couple months ago because he was getting almost photorealistic there for a while. Some of his caricatures were really good from that period, though. Oh yeah, well, well, you know what it was? He was taking you know scans of actual people and tracing over top of them. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I mean, that's, and I mean that's that's not a secret. I mean, he was doing it during that his um uh his live streams. I mean, people could see it. That's not a and that's not a slight. I mean, that's a legitimate way of doing yeah. art. I mean, when I draw stuff, I mean, I you know sometimes if I can't get a position right, I'll overlay something. And, like, it still takes a lot of skill to trace somebody's face and not have it turn out like a freakish monster. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> be a mess of lines. Yeah. <laughs> now, now I, here's a question. Um, when he did uh, the storyline a few uh, with these characters, um, it, was a, it, it was about six months ago, I think. Maybe a little less than that. It was uh, it was actually um, like a in-strip in um, advertising for Magic the Gathering. That he was trying something new, where he was subtly ma- building a storyline around a company that was giving him money to do a series of strips. Uh, do you think this is the same thing that he's doing with D and D? Probably, actually. Okay. It seems like it, but like it doesn't bother me that he does that because I think it would still be the same strip either way. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I mean, I yeah, I have no problem with it. That's, I mean, again, that's not a problem. It's better than you know, uh, being very blatant about you know. Like, you know, all of a sudden Francis starts wearing a McDonald's t-shirt or, yeah. you know. Gee, I really love this. Yeah. The Wendy's or whatever. Like, Have you guys tried the new, what's that, spicy guacamole chicken sandwich at Wendy's? It's delicious. It's chicken and guac. <laughs> Get guac. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, I, I like it. I like it. It's actually generating a, some really good... Um, character bits and it's not like the characters only show up for the advertising stories and then disappear I mean Val has become a main character and um what's her name um the 
former head of um, oh yeah magic is now in charge of the PvP offices. I like that character. Too. I, I do too. You, yeah, you know who she reminds me of? The uh, Jennifer Walters from um, Arrested yeah. Development. It reminds yeah, that's me of, exactly when what I, I was when thinking. I read that character. I I hear that voice. <laughs> yeah. yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, then we're in agreement. Yeah. Excellent. I was thinking about saying that, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bet that's what he was going for. Yeah, I bet it. I mean, clearly. I mean. What else? Now what? <laughs> okay. Well, I'll I'll go with one of mine. I'll be honest. I haven't really done a whole lot. Um, not because I've been super busy. I've actually had the last three days off and have decided not to do shit. <laughs> <laughs> Probably a good idea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it's been kind of nice. It's been kind of nice to not work all the time. But uh, I, I'm so I'm kind of stretching to kind of come up with some stuff. I did watch a movie the other night called "The Good, the Bad, and the Weird." It's a Asian. I think I think it's Korean. I I yeah. think, but it's a you know it's a it's a it's almost a straight western with. A, it doesn't have like samurai elements, but it has. Um, it's kind of shot as if it were a kung fu movie, but it's a straight western. We've been meaning yeah. to watch I've it. I've had that on my queue forever. <laughs> oh, excellent movie, guys. I mean, uh, you know, the the basic plot is there are there's a um the whole thing is set in um Manchuria during the nineteen thirties, um during um Japan's occupation of Manchuria and Korea. You know, they were the Nazis, so they are they are a major bad guy in this. But the whole deal is there was a uh, a map that everyone's after and apparently it's like a treasure map or something that's what everyone keeps reading it of course no one can read straight Japanese so everything's (laughs) they gotta find a guy who translates it and he can only translate like certain words because he's flipping through a giant Korean to Japanese you know dictionary trying to translate stuff and it comes down to three um, I mean there are other characters but there are three main uh, protagonists sorta there's um, oh I don't have the Wikipedia page up so I can't remember the names uh, guy number one is like this goofball uh, thief who, um, you know, he's he just kind of bumbles his way through the entire movie, you know, um, and he wears like an aviator hat, like hat with the goggles and like a couple of <laughs> a couple of uh, Lugers because, you know, everything from around the time is, you know, taken from, you know, taken off of dead Nazis and stuff. Yeah. And uh, there's also a bounty hunter who is like the lawful good character. I mean, he doesn't do anything outside of the law he's i mean he goes and hunts down villains for pay and then there's this very obvious anime like bad guy <laughs> i mean he's got the he's got the anime hair over one eye and i mean he's like <laughs> proficient with knives <laughs> and uh it actually has a pretty that, that you're kind of led to believe is like the ult like he is the bad guy there are no redeeming qualities to this guy whatsoever and you get all the way to the end and there is a there is a pretty significant twist which explains why this guy has been so hellbent on finding goofy bumbling guy and uh everything else because really no one cares about the treasure it's just kind of a background plot the bumbling guy wants to try to find it the bounty hunter uh the 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 bumbling guy wants to find the the treasure. The anime bad guy wants to kill the bumbling guy, and the uh, bounty hunter uh, wants to capture the guy with the knives, the anime guy. So he's tailing the bumbling guy, knowing that the anime guy is going to chase after him. It's like this weird, like love triangle. <laughs> kind of a love triangle with bullets. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but no, it's it's really good, and I would definitely suggest checking it out. I would pump bump it up on your queue. 
as soon as possible. Really, really good. Yeah. Problem is, it is uh, there is no English uh, track, so it's all subtitled, which I don't have a problem with. But you know, some people, you know, you no, know, I don't have a problem with subtitles. Yeah, it matters though how tired I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what I was gonna say. Yeah. Okay, your turn. Uh, did we have another thing? What have we watched? Anything? I'm trying to think. Um, we watched the People versus George Lucas. Oh yeah, how is that? I've been wanting to check that out. It's pretty good. I mean, I don't. You're not going to hear anything you haven't already heard, right? About the whole thing, but there's there's some interesting tidbits here and there. Yeah. I don't know. Do you, Do you remember anything interesting about it? <laughs> <laughs> MC Chris is not in it. Really? MC, Fr- MC Frumalot is. Wow, that's kind of a that's kind of an odd choice. I mean, if you're going to pick a uh, nerdcore rapper to be in your movie, I mean, that's one of those two. But uh, that's kind of weird. Yeah, MC Chris has a more prominent Star Wars connection, I think, than right. Sunwa does. Right? Huh? Because yeah, I I don't really I I wouldn't really associate Front a lot with uh, um, Star Wars. Very odd. Yeah. Now are the position that they take is it very is it very much like a one sided standard George Lucas is ruining our childhood kind of stance? It, or? it is kind of at first, but they kind of bring it at the end, kind of like, well, we still love him. Yeah, yeah kind you of can't stuff. help but love him. <laughs> okay, they got it. They were pretty. They were pretty <laughs> even handed. I thought like it wasn't too. Okay, that was that was what I was wondering because you know when I'm watching documentaries, I like I like the documentaries that you know the the uh, filmmaker clearly is not taking a side. He's just presenting the facts, and so it gives the the viewer the ability to kind of pick and choose what side they want to be on on the issue. Kind of like uh, King of Kong. The I mean they they portray um, Billy Mitchell as the villain in that movie. Have you guys seen King of Kong? Oh yeah, yeah, I love that movie. Oh yeah, yeah. But they I mean they 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 portray him as a clear villain, but it's not it's it doesn't have any doing with the um it's not the filmmaker's doing. It's, you know, it's all Billy Mitchell is an <laughs> awful person. <laughs> yeah, that's just the way he is. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's another documentary on Netflix about arcade game champions like is that. that. A, he's just full of quarters or something like that? No, that's 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 the subtitle of King Kong. Ah, right, right. Okay. I forget what it was called. What was it? It was an arcade, a documentary about people who get high scores in arcade games in the 80s. I forget what it was called. Special one. No, that's the I know. I was going to say that was the pinball one. There's a lot of weirdos that collect pinball machines. Yeah. <laughs> hey, listen, if I had the money, I would be one of those weirdos collecting pinball yeah. machines. But they would have to look just houses full oh, of them, man. like literally rooms just completely full of pinball machines. That would be awesome. Not going to lie. That would be awesome. <laughs> I'll tell you what, if if I ever hit the lottery, I'm going to search out a pinball machine of the rock opera uh, Tommy by The Who, because the whole point of Tommy was based around pinball. So it'd be oh, kind of a meta <laughs> meta thing. Yeah. I know. What movie are you talking about? I can't, can't remember what it was called. Look it up on Netflix real quick. We can edit this out. <laughs> we could, but we're not. <laughs> All right, Netflix. Where would it? Wait a minute. Is that the is that the fight for... music from Star Trek? Sam, did you just? Did... <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. I think Sam just. I don't know. <laughs> that would have been awesome. <laughs> Chasing ghosts. Ah, okay. That's okay. what it was called. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It wasn't as good. It wasn't nearly as good as 
King of Kong, but King, King of Kong is almost not a documentary, and this is. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Well, I'll, I'm going to have to check that out, I guess. <laughs> but anyways, uh, the People versus George Lucas, is that, it's, is it worth, uh, or is it worth the time? Yeah. I mean, it's not the best documentary I've ever seen, but okay. it's entertaining. You get to see some cool old Star Wars stuff, and... Uh, there's a bit about the fan edits of the movies that are really that's really interesting. I I knew that they did that, but I didn't know to what extent people edit existing movies. Really? Yeah. Huh. There, there's just ton. There's a whole website of where people edit movies to be more how they want them. Weird. Very weird. I mean, I saw the uh, there was a Star Wars uncut <laughs> that they had up on YouTube for a while. I think it might still be there, where uh, a guy uh, redid. Uh, the entire Star Wars using 15 second clips from uh, user submitted like YouTube clips. Yeah, that was in there. Oh, it was. Okay. Yeah, they used a lot of clips from that actually. So that's cool because I I sat and watched. I killed it. I killed an evening watching that thing one one day, and it was it was amazing. What are you looking at? What we watched lately? So we can <laughs> talk about what we can talk about. Well, while you guys are looking up, I I just have one more thing here real quick, and I just want to hit on it real quick. I read a lot of web comics. I mean, I during the week. I mean, there are there is about twenty or twenty five during the week that I will hit. I mean, I I read a lot of them. And there's one that I came across oh a couple months ago, actually a little longer than that, maybe six months ago. That I've really I've really started to enjoy. And uh, it's it's not a big one. And I and I just kind of want to get the uh, get the word out on it. It's called uh, Anyone for Rhubarb. And of course, and it's at www.anyoneforrhubarb.com. It's a. It started out as kind of a non sequitur type uh, one panel with like a little blurb and like a little funny thing, um, ripping on like ripping on uh, pop culture uh, strip. But lately, they have kind of moved. The guys kind of moved towards using panels and like uh, long form kind of strips. I mean, they're not. There's no continuation from one strip to the next by any means, but I mean they're a lot longer and uh, they're just goofy as hell. I, I I enjoy them. The art style is um, it's definitely cartoony. It is not photorealistic by any stretch, but it works really well for the uh, for the strip. And and they actually uh, lampoon a lot of uh, comic book stuff, which is um, always enjoyable. <laughs> Yeah, I read a couple of them before we started recording. They were pretty good. I liked yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. But no, I just kind of wanted to highlight that real quick because, you know, it's it's a good one. It's one worth checking out, I think. And uh, the guy only updates once a week. So, you know, once a week takes you about a minute and a half to read them, you know. I think I read more stuff from webcomic creators than I do actual webcomics. Oh, really? <laughs> There's, like, people I follow on Twitter and Tumblr and stuff that I don't even read their comic, but I follow them. <laughs> yeah. You know, I at least try to attempt to try out their comic at at first. I mean, I, I like I said, I follow a lot of webcomic guys. I read a lot of webcomics. So, I mean, you know, and I, and I try to support them as, wherever I can because, I mean, they're, they're putting stuff out for free on the Internet. And, I mean, it would be just as easy for, you know, if, if everyone, you know, read them and didn't support them, you know, monetarily in any way, then... You know, you're, it would be the death of the uh, the genre the, or the the movement, I guess. And you know, so I try. I you know, I, I, my big thing is I support things that are quality. Yeah. Uh, as whenever I can, and um, stuff uh, definitely stuff like PvP, Penny Arcade, um, 
uh, Chris Straub's various strips. Yeah, I um, bought one of the uh, Star Slip books. Yeah, a while ago. It's really good. I think it works better in book form than it does. I yeah, I would imagine it does. I ha- I haven't sat down. I'm kind of be honest. I mean, I'm I'm kind of waiting for a, a sale. I mean, I support web comics, but you know, I'm poor, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, I've been kind of waiting for kind of a deal uh, for a multi book thing, and uh, been really because I th- I think it would work too, especially these later strips. Yeah, these strips lately he, they just do not transfer one to the other. <laughs> he's uh, ending it too. It's he on is. its way to the ending. He's tried to end it once or twice already. But you know what? If it's as long as it wraps everything up and as long as it makes sense, I'm you know that's okay. I'm okay yeah. with it. I just hope. He's... I like I liked F chords. I wish he would bring that back. Yeah, I. But you know, I I think he's about done with it because he's tried. He's canceled and brought it back like once or twice. Yeah. Even this last time had a had a callback to his first strip, uh, Checkerboard Nightmare. The yeah, um, the one guy was checked. Yeah, which would have been interesting if they would have eventually gotten to. If he would have gone to a, like a meta place with it and uh, like made the character not just an homage to checks, but actually checks the guy, yeah. that would have been kind of neat. But no, anyways, I, anyone from Rhubarb in the, in the first run, um, at how Ash lived at an old folks' home. Oh yeah, <laughs> that killed me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> low mobility shuffleboard. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, uh, anyone for Rhubarb is a good strip. Um, check it out. Do it. <laughs> yeah. All right, now what? Should we go into DC gay speculation? <laughs> well, uh, what do you say we go ahead and uh, take a break here um, and come back? Does that sound, All right, that sounds good. Sound like a plan? Okay, well, we will be back in a minute. We're back from the break, and now we're going to discuss the news that apparently DC is pulling one of their iconic heroes out of the closet. Who could? It, but they haven't revealed who. Yeah, yeah, I heard that news. Uh, it came <laughs> after um, I think it was a uh, convention out of London. I think you know what? Let me pull the let me pull the the news article. The news article not on Pizza Extreme Team, unfortunately, because. We have been lazy, and we apologize for that. Yeah, but uh, you want to hear my prediction? Uh, let me let me get this article up here first to kind of okay. kind of talk about. But it's funny. <laughs> All right. Uh, ba, 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 ba. You know what? Fuck it. Um, yeah, go ahead. Okay, I think that it's Martian Manhunter. <laughs> Martian Manhunter. Okay. Because in his name is Manhunter, so... Yeah, that's true. I mean, he's, he's gotta be gay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but well, has he been in any? He has. He's, he's been in the uh, the book uh, Stormwatch. Oh, so yeah. I guess it can't really be him, but... No, um, they're saying that it's, it's a character that has been previously... That has already... What is it? A, a character that's already shown up in the books. Oh, so, yeah, that's what that, they said. It hasn't been. No, that's no, do, no. Dan DiDio has said that it's uh, it's a character that has already been in the books or has shown up in DC material already. 
So maybe it is Martian Man. <laughs> it might. Well, you know, um, you know, I have some opinions on this thing. First off, you know, I am all for you know gay and lesbian characters and you know gay and lesbians in the in the media and gay and lesbians in general. I you know I have no pro- there, you know, no problem with them whatsoever. It's really it's a non-issue for me to be honest. Yeah. But um, this thing that DC is doing, this this uh, whole outing a major character, is nothing but a massive um, cock block to Marvel Comics, where uh, last uh, yesterday, well, actually, um, last Wednesday, we should say, because this is going to be out a week later, um, in X-Men uh, number 50... Um, oh, yeah, there's that... There's yeah, North, North Star, the... the um, can, the French Canadian mutant uh, gay character who has who has been openly gay um, f- since the mid '90s and has been hinted at gay for many 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 years before that uh, recently proposed to his boyfriend Kyle in in the issue and there's going to be a whole uh, wedding issue um, that is supposed to be like a, it's supposed to kind of harken back to the Jean Grey and Cyclops wedding issue at the uh, Reed Richards and um, um, Invisible Woman. Um, marriage issue. It's supposed to be like a, a total throwback to that, but with the twist that oh, it's a gay marriage. So it worked for Archie Comics. So oh yeah, ex- we're gonna do it too. Ex- exactly. I mean, it's. I mean, yeah. The Marvel thing is a reaction to the uh, introduction of Kevin Keller and the uh, future issue that they put out a few months ago, where Kevin Keller was a ex uh, uh, United States uh, Army vet who married his boyfriend. So I mean that's I mean it's it's all it's all one thing on top of the other. But this whole thing with DC, it just seems to me like you know oh Marvel's gonna Marvel's gonna do something with gay and lesbian characters. Ha, gotcha. And we're gonna make it even bigger because it's it's a well known character. Boom. But here's the thing, it's not it's not going to be a major character. It's not going to be you're not going to see Superman, you know, liking dudes. You're not going to see Batman all of a sudden saying, hey, I'm going to trade in my, my uh, gray costume for pink. You're not going to... I <laughs> what, mean, What if it was Batman, though? Wouldn't that be hilarious? Well, uh, it's not going to be Batman, and it's probably not going to be Robin, or at, at the very least, it's not going to be Dick Grayson, Night, who is Nightwing now, and I'll tell you why. Back in the 50s, there was um, a big movement to ban comic books. They're saying comic books was a negative influence on uh, children. And there was a, um, a an article that was uh, published. It was either an article or a short book or something uh, called uh, Seduction of the Innocent, where the writer – and I, I can't, I've read about this. Yeah, and I can't think of the writer's name off the top of my head because I am tired. But he, in it, he uh, his major complaint with comics or major, major damnation of comics was that uh, Batman was uh, nothing more than escapist fantasy of uh, homosexual tendencies in grown men. And it was influencing children to become homosexuals. And for that reason, they're never going to make Batman or Dick Grayson a gay character, despite the fact that Dick Grayson would be the... He would be the uh, perfect character to make uh, a gay character. I mean, he is he is just prominent enough um, to be outed as gay without... Uh, and ha- and rec- have it mean something. And have it mean something. Exactly. He, is, he would be the perfect character, but you would never see that because it would it would be proving that guy from the 50s right. <laughs> Even though that was how many years ago? Well, still, but I mean, you're still going to have people that are be like, ha-ha, I yeah. knew it, comics are terrible. Aha, <laughs> this is proof. 
So it, you're not going to see, and plus you're not going to see uh, a, a super high profile character like Batman because, I mean, too many people see Batman. Too, too many people outside of comics see Batman as an iconic character, and there are too many wackos out there who would take offense to it. Yeah, you're not gonna. That'd be the funny part. They're all like the comic bros freaking out because Batman's gay. Oh yeah, no, it would, <laughs> no, it would be hilarious to sit back and watch. But but then you're gonna you're gonna have you know uh, Westboro Baptist Church and you know uh, other other groups that are uh, less militant but more pro more more active and more of a threat um, come down on DC and and Warner Brothers as a company hard. Yeah, yeah. So you're so you're not gonna see that. Um, you're also not going to see uh, Wonder Woman because uh, in the in the press release they have said they said he multiple times and plus I mean they've already, they already have a, a fairly prominent uh, lesbian character or Batwoman Batwoman yeah which um, for comic fans is fairly prominent because it's an excellent book and and a good character and a and a callback to the uh, 1950s character but. Um, outside of the comic reading uh, community, if you say Bat Batwoman, they're gonna think of Yvonne Craig from the '60s Batman TV show. So that's so. I mean, but th- again, they're not gonna. It's, it's it's definitely gonna be a male character. I I feel. Yeah, I think they said that it is. Yeah. Um, you know, there are a couple of uh, characters that I think they could. That I think they're gonna go with. And I have a little bit of um, thought behind it, uh, but before I get into that, because I've been talking way too much, uh, you guys weigh in on a little bit on a little bit more, I guess. Hmm. Like seriously, who do you think is going to end up the uh, the, the 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 gay character? Who's going I to thought, be outed? I thought it was supposed to be somebody who wasn't already in the comics, and I was worried it would be Plastic Man. Plastic Man would actually be a really good one because you know his his psych he's been a he's been a hetero life mate life partner to the uh, his his the Silent Bob to his J oh, yeah. uh, Woozy Winks since the 1940s. So I mean it would make sense and it would not change the dynamic of the character one bit. But he's not he's not prominent enough. I think he's shown up in one issue of um, Justice League International long enough to get his ass handed to him. I think. Um, since the reboot, so I don't know. Sorry to sorry to shoot down your idea, but uh, do you do you have anyone else before I kind of weigh uh, in on my stuff? Well, I didn't want I didn't want it to be plastic, man. <laughs> okay, well, well then, good news <laughs> for you. <laughs> yeah, so that works out. Yeah. Who do you think? You got any ideas? I don't know. You don't know. I had more to say on this, and it's all gone. Oh, bummer. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Didn't doesn't Plastic Man have a kid, Baby Plas? Um, in the cartoons he does. Yeah. And I guess technically in the uh, pre-reboot, one uh, the 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 golden time between um, the one year later fifty-two uh, book storyline and the reboot, he was he did have an illegitimate kid who became a hero named Offspring. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, whatever. It's not gonna be Swamp Thing. No, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> gay swamp thing, <laughs> swampy gay guy. <laughs> yep, <laughs> it's gonna be making vibe. making flower vibe. bouquets yeah, everywhere. Vibe. vibe. That's actually one of the three that I had thought of. It's it's probably gonna end up being vibe because they're um because they haven't done anything with the character since the 1980s, and um he ha- he was actually killed off um at the end of the Detroit Justice League run. 
but for some reason he has started showing up in um, promo promotional uh, art, and they've uh, redone his thing on uh, the DC Nation. Yeah, we saw that the other day. Yeah, and to be honest, Vibe back in the eighties was pretty gay. <laughs> his name is Vibe. That's yeah, pretty gay. His power <laughs> is sound based and also break dancing. <laughs> But no, Vibe was definitely one of the three that I that I have a feeling is going to end up a um, end up end up the character that they pick. The Crypto. other Crypto the super dog. Oh, you know he's been sniffing too many butts. You know, <laughs> you know, Jimmy Olsen. That was character number two that I was going to suggest. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and it, it, he he is a pro, he is a very prominent character, not a superhero. Uh, so he wouldn't be as prevalent in the books, but it would be it would be nothing for him to say, "Oh, hey, Clark, I you know I can't grab dinner with you tonight. I'm going to go out and uh, hang out with my boyfriend," and that would be it. That's all they'd have to do. Yeah. I'm gonna go slam some dude <laughs> in the butt. Uh, now you're just being insensitive. Yeah. <laughs> but no, but the uh, since since we've already covered the two, the third one that I have thought of. And I put a lot of thought into this, but I think it might be Wally West, the second uh, Flash, because um, he hasn't been around. Um, he hasn't been around since the the fifty two reboot. He has a giant uh, fan following, and he hasn't. Uh, and whenever he's mentioned by uh, to DC, like saying, "Hey, where's where's Wally West? Where's the second Flash?" Anyone at DC has always said, "Oh well, you know, we have a big plan for him. Just, just forget about it." So I have a feeling that this is that big plan for him. I think they're going. I think he's going to become a uh, a supporting character in the Flash books, or possibly a liaison for the Justice League. And I think he's going to be uh, be the gay character. That makes sense. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, and I mean, eventually he he might become a, a Flash as well, or a uh, similarly named superhero. Or similarly powered superhero, I guess. Rainbow Flash. Yeah. If you will. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of Rainbow Dash? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but no, that's I mean that that's pretty much my thoughts. And I mean if I if I had to pick, it would be Nightwing. Honestly. Because, you know, if you know, D C has has had the idea of go big or go home with this whole new fifty two thing, um, since the relaunch. And, you know, I feel that they would be it would be he's a he is a uh, uh, dominant and popular enough character, and, but they would also um, I don't know it wouldn't it wouldn't hurt his history. It would just kind of it would I don't know I just I just think he, I think he would be the the, the main choice, but it's not going to happen. I wish they'd just make an interesting story about it instead of just going, "Hey, this character's gay." Exactly, That's exactly. It. I mean, they're they're doing something that should be you know should have the finesse of like you know a sculptor and they're just coming at it with a sledgehammer kind of yeah like it'd be much more inter- interesting story if like he had to come to terms with the fact that he's gay if he had to you know maybe he's a married hero who discovers that he's gay right well i mean he's ha- he's had relationships in the past with um well the biggest one was with uh barbara gordon with uh well she was oracle at the time but you know batgirl so i mean mm-hmm. it yeah. could yeah i mean that would be something. Another another good choice would probably be Jason Todd, who was the second Robin. It is now uh, the Red Hood in his own book because they've seen you've seen him um, team up with a with a al- almost naked alien chick, Starfire. 
but any chance that they've had with him, uh, you know, you know, getting having having the sexy times, uh, it always kind of goes in a different direction. And I mean, and Starfire's had the sexy times with several others. With with all the other characters, yes, yeah, yes. But no, that that could be that could be another choice. But if man, if if I were a betting man, I'd say it is it was it would either be Jimmy Olsen or Wally West for non-powered uh, characters or vibe as a character. <laughs> the character who's named after a vibrator. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Seems appropriate. Shorthand for vibrator. <laughs> yep. <laughs> My name is Vibe. <laughs> Also, dude. Everyone, my name is Vibe, and I'm going to kick it up. <laughs> he did have a hilarious line at the end of the short, and he like gave a thumbs up or a wink or something afterwards. <laughs> it was hilarious. Awesome. So I've I only... took up both shorts too really? that so weekend. I haven't seen the um, I haven't seen the uh, the full short. I've just seen the uh, the the uh, teaser that they've had online. And the other thing with this DC <laughs> thing. Um, and this is the last kind of thing we'll talk on it because we've talked for almost 20 minutes on it. Um, I don't see why it has to be a huge deal because there have been gay characters in DC before. I mean, you yeah. have the um, the third, the alien Starman, the blue-skinned, red-haired alien Starman. You've had the Tasmanian Devil with the uh, Guardians of the Globe. They've not had... that Tasmanian Devil. No, not that Tasmanian, <laughs> Tasmanian Devil. Um, they've had... Well, uh, it's not a superhero, but they had um, a character in uh, the uh, one of the previous Green Lantern runs when Kyle Rayner was still Green Lantern. His um, his civilian jobs um, assistant was a gay character who there was a full arc about uh, anti-gay bullying because he was um, beaten up for being gay, and Green Lantern had to you know almost killed some dudes because of it. I mean, it's. Gay characters in the DC universe is not a new, it's not a new idea. But everybody else is making a big deal about it, so they have to. Exactly, yeah. And the and the other, you know what? There is one more character, and this is this is almost kind of a joke, but it's so much of an in joke, no one's going to laugh. Um, there is a, uh, they recently have folded in another uh, like a DC offshoot imprint called. Um, Milestone Comics into the, the into the main DC universe. It's where Static Shock came from, and a couple of the other characters. And in the Milestone Comics, there was a Superman uh, analog um, called Icon. He was a African American Superman, essentially. The, one of the things I kind of thought of was, you know, they keep saying, you know, it's going to be an iconic character. It's going to be a character. It's it's going to it's a it's a giant DC icon. Well, maybe they're not hiding it. Maybe they're coming right maybe out and saying it's icon. <laughs> he is going to be the black Superman that is also gay. <laughs> that'd be that'd be good. That, at least you know he's African American and gay. That's different. Yeah, it's a yeah, yeah, it, yeah it is yeah it doing. is different. Although to be honest, uh, North Star's boyfriend is African American or African Canadian. I guess you would say he's a black he's oh. a black guy. So I mean, it would be it would seem even more. A little on the nose that they're trying to one up um, Marvel. You have a black, yeah. you have a gay black character. We have a super gay black character. <laughs> He's more gay. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I meant, but that could be too. 
our guy is way gayer than your guy. <laughs> Can your gay guy do this? <laughs> oh man, we're gonna get some hate mail for this for this segment. If anyone listened. All right. So, anyways, um, I think we pretty much pretty much um, slapped this one into submission. So let's move on to the next uh, segment. One that you're going to have a lot about as much as I have talked about the DC character, <laughs> the DC comics. You're going to have to talk about E3. So why don't you yeah. kind of jump into that one? So E3. Let me get rid of the bird first because he's going nuts. Okay. <laughs> I'll be right back. Okay. Okay. So E3 is coming up. Um, I should look up the dates real quick. I want to say like the fourth, fifth. Uh, June fifth through the seventh is what it looks like. Ah, so you so. coming up June fifth through the seventh, and we'll be covering it, but we won't be there. We're, oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I mean, you guys will be covering it because I can't sit in front of my computer for that long <laughs> during <laughs> during the time. But but no, that's that's cool. Now, um, I haven't. I don't usually follow E3 at all. So uh, what are some of the things that are kind of coming up on it? Uh, well, of course, you have the press conferences from the three, from Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo. That's the biggest part, yeah. where they show all the, show off all the stuff they got for the coming year. Right. And that's basically the best part. That's what I pay the most attention to, Okay. is I'll watch all those, and then I'll sit and wait for other stuff to trickle through from the show floor on the internet. There's usually, like, announcements for games, and sometimes they'll show people playing games that are coming out soon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah if you go there, you got the whole show floor to try out new games. Right, right. Now, do you think they're going to uh, do any announcing, like a street date for the uh, Wii U or anything oh, like that? I'm almost positive they will. That's what I think is going to be the big thing of the show is the games that they'll announce for the Wii U. Yeah, oh, yeah. You know there's going to have to be a big Mario game. Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually thinking they might uh, do a, um, a Scribble Knots because the Wii U has the uh, touchpad. That would be fantastic. Yeah. That would be really cool. That would that would almost be worth it for me to buy a, a Wii U. Plus, yeah. I hate the name Wii U. I know it's the yeah. worst. But uh, what are you gonna do? Why, why didn't they just call it the revolution? The like the Wii Revolution or the just the revolution? They could have done a callback to the working uh, name for the uh, Wii. For the Wii, yeah, because they want that the Wii name in it, so the people. You know, grandparents and everybody who bought the Wii U that nobody thought they, or who bought the Wii and surprised everybody, you know, they'll see a new Wii and then maybe buy that. It's the Weevolution. Yeah. The Weevolution. <laughs> Hopefully, we'll learn a lot more about that because last E3 just kind of announced it and showed like a video. They didn't really. Yeah. A video that, that confused much. a lot of people for some reason. I don't know why. I mean, I got it. Now, did you guys see the... Uh, I actually put a video up of... God, this must have been a couple months ago. Uh, they were doing a trailer for the new Rayman game. Oh, yeah. And it actually... The, like, the second half of it was, like, all these different things being used through the Wii U. Yeah, I don't know what that was about. If there's some other feature that they haven't told us. Because that was weird. They'd just stick stuff on it, and then it'd be in the game. Well, it was almost like the uh, Skylanders technology, where you have, yeah. like, a, a thing with, like, a a, a reader chip in it. If that was actually a feature and not just some um, fancy editing or fancy uh, commercial making, that would be excellent. Yeah. That would be really cool. 
Especially if they made Pokemon cards that worked with it. Yeah, right. That yeah. would be cool. I would buy Pokemon cards again, playing yeah. against other people <laughs> online. Yeah. But no, can you imagine like playing a, a Mario game and you have like a, um, either like you, you get down to your last life, you die, and you have, you quick th- toss on your, um, your one-up mushroom onto the screen on your <laughs> Wii U, and you get a, an extra do-over without, without uh, losing your spot or something like that? Yeah, that would be cool. I I don't know how exactly it works cuz it's just that one video that yeah. leaked. Now it's going to be interesting. Now, um will uh Sony or Microsoft have anything to kind of uh go up against like um hardware-wise that will go up against the uh the Wii U? Um I think I'll bet PlayStation Sony will have something about the PlayStation 4. It'll be the equivalent of what they showed of the Wii U. Last year will be what they'll have for PlayStation 4, I'm guessing. Just like a video and nothing real concrete. And I'll bet that Microsoft just dances around and tries to sell us the Kinect again. Yeah, that's that sounds about right. You mean there's there's no uh, Xbox 7, 720 in the <laughs> um, works? Two circles? I'm, <laughs> I'm sure that there there is, but I don't know if they'll say anything about it. Yeah. Because they really want people to buy a Kinect. Yeah, I think that they 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 kind of sunk they kind of backed the wrong horse with the Connect, I think. Yeah. Which it sold pretty well at first, but yeah. I wouldn't recommend getting one. I bought one and I haven't played a single thing on it that I would want to play regularly. You mean, I mean you don't want you don't want to play Dance Dance Star Wars? <laughs> I did. Actually, I got that. <laughs> it is it is awful. <laughs> And not just the dancing thing. The whole game is just awful. Really? Yeah, and it makes me feel so out of shape, too. That doesn't help. (laughs) I played a couple levels, and I'm like, I'm tired. (laughs) But it just, like, it barely works. Right? Yeah. And, like, it doesn't make sense to be using a lightsaber by swinging your bare fist around. (laughs) Feels really weird, just, like, waving your fist at droids. Yeah, that does seem kind. Of, that would be kind of weird, I guess. It'd make more sense on the Wii. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, I've even seen uh, adapt like uh, third-party adapters for the Wii t- to give them like lightsaber ends on them. Yeah, yeah. Which I, I don't understand why people buy those. They have no effect on the game. No, <laughs> same, same here. Yeah, the same with the uh, the tennis rackets and baseball bats and stuff. That makes no. It you're just buying fluff. I mean, there's no yeah. reason for it. At Meyer, we would sell those tennis rackets and baseball bats, and that's all the time. People buy it all the time. I just want to be like, why are you buying that? <laughs> that's just ridiculous. <laughs> You're wasting your money. It adds nothing to the gameplay. It's almost as bad as the uh, the super punch out um, boxing gloves. Yeah. Did you ever see those? They I made, didn't know they made those. Yeah, they made boxing gloves where you actually had a, a slot to put your Wii, your Wii controller, into like the knuckles. <laughs> so you would strap your hands up in boxing gloves, and I mean, you'd have to tie them. So you'd have to have someone to help you tie your own boxing gloves <laughs> and place your Wii motes in them. But you can't place your Wii motes in them until you get the game started. So you have to you have to navigate the menus, start the game, quick pause it, call your girlfriend over, put the Wii mote into your gloves, strap your gloves in, have someone tie them, and then have someone press or fumble. Or push your nose under the Push your button. nose or, like, try to punch the wall until you get the game to start playing <laughs> so you can play one round and then take the gloves off, 
go to the next menu and do the whole process over again. Stupid, <laughs> stupid, stupid. <laughs> and it's going to be impossible to play the game and actually be any good. Yeah, ridiculous. Punch out is is tough. Yeah, as punch out should be. Yeah, and no, it it was hard. That game was tough. I spent you don't know how many hours I stood in GameStop on my breaks trying to beat that game. <laughs> that is a great game. They need more games like that. They do. Yeah. They need to do a sequel like a um with more challengers, I think. Yeah. That would be cool. Maybe they'll have one of those for Wii. U. I don't think so. What? Yeah. There's actually rumors floating around that then I haven't posted about this even though I should have that they're going to make a Star Fox Metroid crossover game. Oh, no, that would be cool. Yeah, that's Apparently, a lot of people don't think so because the comments were just awash with angry people, which I don't understand because I think it fits perfectly. I think it does too. I mean, if uh, oh, I just lost it. I was going to say something smart and pithy, but I can't think. Of it <laughs> I just lost it. Oh, if Bucky O'Hare can have human characters in it, then Star Fox could cross over with Metroid. Yeah, I mean, Samus was raised by bird people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just say like they're in the next galaxy over. Done. Yeah. Done deal. And I mean, they've already met in in Super Street or um, Smash Brothers. Yeah. So I don't I don't understand that. Yeah, I think it's a great idea. Yeah. I think both universes mesh up really well. Yeah, they do. Especially with the darker to- um, tones that they've been taking the Star Fox. Yeah. Games recently. They might, I think they should throw Captain Falcon in there too while they're at it. Oh, I mean, no, that. Uh, Metroid and, and um, uh, F-Zero definitely would be in the same, the same and universe. Star Fox and F-Zero already kind of have. Yeah. Because uh, Fox's dad, but he's human, is in the GameCube. Oh, he is? F-Zero. Yeah. Oh, James I... McCloud. Oh, 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 okay. All right. Yeah. Huh. And his ship looks like an R-Wing. Oh, that's awesome. So they might as well just hit all three yeah. sci-fi Nintendo franchises all at once. Yeah. Hey, see, I always thought um, Legends of Zelda was like a Super uh, and Metroid were in the same universe, just far ends of the history. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, like like how um, like Space Ghost and Mitor are the same universe, but like one's Caveman and one's Super Space. Yeah. Super Future. Uh, it would be like that with, you know... Well, Samus could be a super duper future amalgamation of both Link and Zelda. She could. That's very true. You know, the the repeating timelines are a thing in Zelda where it's there's always a Link, a Zelda, and a Ganon, but Ganon's always the same guy. But Link and Zelda are always different. Right. Right. You know, who, who's to say in the very very far flung future that Link and Zelda are just kind of the same person now? Exactly. And I mean, you know, Ganon could be Mother Brain. Yeah. Okay, maybe we're stretching a little bit too far. Yeah. This is starting to sound like fan fiction, guys. Yeah. Maybe maybe Ganon is Ridley. Maybe. Yeah, there you go. Well, I mean, Ganon's um, final forms have, have become more and more animal-like. Yeah. Maybe, uh, uh, I just lost what I was going to say, too. Okay. Oh, the, tri- the Metroids are the Triforce. Yeah. No, this is sounding <laughs> a lot like fanfic. We need to, we need to do a about-face. <laughs> Pull it back a little. Yeah, this sounds this sounds bad. <laughs> Dead so stop. Let's throw Kid Icarus in there, maybe. <laughs> yeah, there we go, Kid Icarus. And you know, you know, Kirby should be in there somewhere. You yeah, know, I mean, <laughs> they have knights and stuff, right? Yeah. Actually, Kirby has his own little home planet, the little 
uh, star that he lit, pop star. Yeah, right. He, and it's the same pop star is not floating out in there in the Metroid Galaxy. Yeah, and you know, maybe maybe they can all get together and have a fighting competition. Yeah. <laughs> Someone should make that a game. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll bet they'll have a lot. E3, we'll bring it back to E3. I'll bet they'll have a lot of Smash Brothers stuff. I hope so. Because they hinted about, they said they were making one last year, but they didn't oh, have anything. That's all they had was, we're making it. Yeah, I, for- really? I completely forgot about that. Yeah, so for both 3DS and Wii U. Really? Now, I could see I could see them uh, porting the original over to 3DS and adding some yeah. characters. That would be my guess. Or porting the uh, GameCube version. And they're supposed to be making a whole new one. That'd be cool. Now, do you think they'll get more uh, third-party uh, characters? I hope so. I'd yeah. love to see Mega Man. No, that would be cool. That would be cool. But, I mean, you'd have to go through Capcom, and, I mean, Capcom's already kind of tied in with, um... Well, no, I guess I was going to say the Street Fighter, but that's also Capcom, so... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that'd be cool, too, have Ryu in there. Yeah, that would that would be kind of neat, but, you know... But the, the 3DS Smash Brothers is supposed to connect to the Wii U one somehow. Really? Like, you train your character on the 3DS or something. Oh, really? So, like, the, uh... That sounds like a Digimon thing. Do you remember those things? Yeah, yeah it sounds kind of like that. You have your handheld where you train it, and then you connect it to something, and you fight them. Fun for the whole family. <laughs> It'd be cool, though, if they did that. I'd get behind that. Yeah. No, no, I, I you know, I, I kid about, you know, stuff, but that's that actually does sound kind of cool. And there's been so many fantastic 3DS games lately. Yeah. But I'm, I'm probably in the minority on this, but I think it's my favorite system right now. With that new Mario, the Mario 3D Land and Kid Icarus both. Oh, yeah. And and the Zelda remake is really good. Like, it's... It is a nice system to own. Yeah. I, I, I need to I need to break down and, and spend the money on it. I haven't... I play a lot of games, but I don't... Uh, but there's a hard stop around 2002 for, for my <laughs> game playing. I haven't I haven't owned a, a, a an advanced system since the Nintendo 64, so... Honestly, I play more old games than I do new ones. Yeah. <laughs> too, but the the old games seem more they have more replayability. Yeah. I think cuz I mean the the new ones you spend so much time getting into it and defeat and beating it, you don't want to look at the game anymore. I mean Oh yeah. I mean, I I get sit and play uh Super Street Fighter or um Final Fantasy 6 over and over and over again where, you know, some of these newer games I've, you know, well, speaking of Final Fantasy VI, do you know somebody modded ponies into it? Oh, really? Pony fan- I think it's PonyFantasy6.com. You can get the ROM to play the pony version of Final Fantasy. Oh, of course. Of course is the pony version of Final <laughs> Fantasy. <laughs> of course there is. I-, I downloaded it, but I haven't played it yet. Yeah. Maybe I should review it. <laughs> Maybe you should. Maybe you should do a video of it. Yeah. Like, play f- through the first couple... First level or... The first, um... Maybe not the first arc, because that's kind of long, but like the first, you know, up until you meet Edgar or probably yeah. um, Twilight Sparkle. Actually, Twilight is Terra. I know that much. Oh, okay. Which fits. I mean, they both use magic. Yeah. Now, is does it, is it just like the story of Final Fantasy VI, but the sprites are... Sprites and names have been changed, or they is changed it... the dialogue too. Oh, but they it's did. Still the same basic story. Okay. It's just pony ties. I guarantee you, the GoGo character is going to be derpy. Yeah. I guarantee it. And Kefka is uh, Discord. Oh, okay. Okay. 
which uh, he would make a good go-go too because he's kind of a little bit of everything. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know who anybody else would be though. I think Apple Bloom is Sabin, which is weird. Yeah. Oh, you know, <laughs> actually, Sabin does a lot of technical stuff, right? He's the. And he's the he's well he's the karate guy. Oh, he's the karate guy. You'd think that would be Rainbow Dash. Yeah, or at least Applejack because she kicks stuff a lot. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> also, the demo of that My Little Investigations came out too. No, I see. I haven't seen that. It's a uh, Phoenix Wright, but ponies. Everything is ponies. Yeah, you you solve mysteries as Twilight Sparkle by you know doing Phoenix Wright stuff. Yeah. Which I did play a little bit, and it's fully vo- fan voice acted. Really? Which is which is kind of all over the place. Yeah, yeah. And the rarity is really good, but Twilight Sparkle is just kind of okay. Ah. Uh. I don't know. We're talking about ponies too much. How did we get? We got from E3 to ponies. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, guys. That's yeah. Everything is ponies. Yeah. That's all I can say. Everything is ponies. You can get to ponies from anything. It's yeah. like the Kevin Bacon. It is. Can you can you get from Kevin Bacon to ponies? Um, probably. I don't, I'd have to think about it. But let's not think about it here. Well, I'm sure you can. Uh, the guy that voices Discord is Q from Star Trek, and I'll bet you can link him to Kevin Bacon somehow. I bet you. Yeah, that's true. I bet you could. I bet you. I'll could. bet. I'll bet that's your link. Yeah. So on news topics. I did a post the other day about uh, Dan Harmon being f- the creator of Community being fired from the show by Sony. I think I titled it Dan Harmon fired by uh, fired from Community by some douchebags at Sony. <laughs> and that's an apt title for the for your article because they are some douchebags. I have no idea why they treat that show so horribly, but I- it is by far one of the best shows on television. Um. By far, it was one of the best shows yeah. on television because it's. I have a feeling this is going to be its final season, and it's just going to drop. Well, this with this fourth season, they'll be able to hit syndication numbers. Yeah, it's the only reason why they're keeping it around for mm-hmm. as long as they are. Yeah, that's that is absolutely it. And I mean the Stan Harmon thing. Do you think the uh, the over the phone blow up or feud with uh, Chevy Chase has anything to do with his firing? I don't think. I think it didn't help. Yeah, yeah. yeah. From I, what I've read on the internet, he's difficult to work with. Yeah, I've well, I you know uh, I come my my family is very vested in uh, media and stuff, and my dad has told me for years whenever we watched you know like Fletch or it, like National Lampoon's Vacation, my dad is all because my dad is like me, he can't help saying uh, trivia bits and being a a wellspring of useless information. <laughs> um, he, every time we watched a movie like that, he would say. You know, I bet this was a bitch to make because Chevy Chase is just terrible. <laughs> terrible to work with. <laughs> well, that Dan Harmon is apparently pretty difficult to work yeah, with. Yeah, well he's he seems pretty snarky. Yeah. Like I like I liked his um the the press release he made like totally bashing everyone at Sony and at NBC. He's like, yeah. "Well, yeah, they moved me into some like creative consultant thing, but to be honest, they're going to pay me the they would pay me the same amount whether I'm actually doing my job or staying home playing video games and masturbating." So, you know, whatever. <laughs> Like, but with I read an article on the Huffington Post about it, and they made a good point. With creative people like that, you have to deal with them being difficult because it's worth it. It pays off. You get a great show. Yeah, and I feel bad because I mean, 
this is probably going to be Chevy Chase's last thing he's going to do. I mean, do you see him being in anything else after this? No, and if it is anything else, it'll be a very similar role. Like, that's all I can play now is, like, snarky old man. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the only thing he'd be able to do is, I mean, he'd be able to maybe be cast as, an like, a uh, a brief cameo if they ever redo the Fletch movie. Like, have you, yeah. ever, have you guys ever seen Fletch? No, I've never seen Fletch. You need to look it up. I don't know if it's on Netflix or not. Good movie. Very good movie. I mean, he's pretty much he's pretty much playing a 1970s young version, young snarky, sarcastic asshole detective guy. But uh, which I know they've been trying to remake it forever. Kevin Smith was attached to it at one point. Yeah, but that was years and years and years ago. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but no, I don't see I don't see Chevy Chase doing anything. I don't I don't see a, like many of the characters. I mean, um, well, Donald Glover. Or as uh, as Tina Fey called him in an episode of Thirty Rock, Donald Glover. Donald Glover, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I could see Donald Glover going on and doing uh, becoming be, this being like the the, the springboard for him. Yeah, I could see him going on and doing stuff. He his stand up is good. Oh, yeah, hilarious. yeah, and his rap's pretty good too. The the uh, Childish Gambino the album. I haven't, I haven't heard it. It's I'll pretty look good. That up. Yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, it's got a it's got a kind of an old school kind of vibe. It's really good. But I mean, I don't see the guy playing uh, Ab- Abed uh, going Danny, on and doing a Danny lot. Or, yeah, I mean, I could see him, you know, know becoming <laughs> bigger in uh, the stand-up world, but I don't see him, you know, getting another show anytime soon. Um, Joel McHale, I mean, he's going to be, you know, supporting cast of movies probably yeah. for the rest of his life. I don't see him really starring in any in a whole lot. I, and I like Joel McHale; he's a funny guy. He is a funny guy. He he should be doing more than he is. And speaking of E3, the past two years. Ubisoft, he's hosted their press conference. Really? Yeah, and it's it's a good it's a good watch because he hosts it. That's awesome. Yeah, that's that's awesome. I might have to tune in this yeah. year then. I don't know if he'll do it this year. I'm assuming. Uh, I mean, why not? He did the past two years. I'm sure. I, I'm assuming he might. But I mean, who else? Who else is on there? Um, Shirley. I don't. I mean, she'll, she'll go back to doing like commercials, probably. Yeah. And. Um, um, Alison Brie will still be in. Well, she's on she's Mad on Mad Men. Well, Alison Brie is hot, so that helps. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. I found totally off, kind of off topic, but you know, it's kind of not. Um, Starburns. I did not realize he was the guy that made Moral Oral. I didn't know that either. Yeah. Yeah, but he said that. Oh. No, that's totally him. That totally that's that's him. him. Yeah. Dino's- I knew he wrote for that show, but I didn't put that together. I know. Now that like that's that's, totally- that's a Dino Stumpa. Dianopolis. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's him. That's Starburns. Oh. Oh, my God. But the the last half season, you, are you even going to watch it? I, you know, I hate to say this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to catch hell for this. But uh, I watch The Big Bang Theory, and it's on at the same time as Community. I'm part of the reason why the show's been in trouble oh, for getting oh. canceled many, many times. I, I am one of those douchebags. So, but, no. but I have been Bang. buying, <laughs> I know, I know, but I've been buying the DVD sets. So I've been trying and I've been watching those, but, um, that's, that's just as good. Yeah. So I probably <laughs> won't watch the the last half of the season, but then again, I haven't been so, and to be honest, I'm usually busy on Thursdays anyways. So we record the podcast. on Thursday. Yeah. I mean, you know, I don't think I want to watch it because it's. 
Because you might as well be reading community fan fiction. Well, you know, there, there, there is that, that kind of sadistic kind of take of, you know, watching it to see how bad it gets. Kind of like a train yeah. wreck. You know. Just to see how, how, how badly they fuck over Dan Harmon's creations. Yeah. I'll bet it doesn't get bad, but I'll bet it gets horribly mediocre. Yeah. I bet they, I bet they start repeating uh, bits. Yeah. Or you start seeing, like, sequels to bits from the first couple seasons. Like the... Yeah. Uh, like the um, um, academic challenge rematch, yeah. Or like, yeah. Or they try to do another zombie episode or something like that. <laughs> bring back Asian Annie. Yeah, yeah, and right. If they bring back Asian Annie, I'll watch it. Yeah. <laughs> Although it would be, I, because you know, one of the first signs of shows being brought down is blatant uh, celebrity um, cameos and stuff. I although, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't be opposed to Jack Black and um, well, who was it? Owen Wilson uh, coming back as the Cool Kids study group. Yeah. Yeah. Because wasn't there an episode with Jack Black as like the new guy in the group? Yeah. He became the new Joel McHale. Yeah. And then he went back to his old group and it was like Owen Wilson and Starburns and like a couple other people. I wouldn't mind seeing them come back, but you know, whatever. So, to wrap it up... Well, speaking of latent celebrity uh, appearances, what about that Simpsons with Lady Gaga on it? Didn't watch it. I haven't watched The Simpsons in uh, years. We watched it. It was... I don't know. I didn't like it. Yeah. It was fine. Yeah, I could have not watched it and been fine. Yeah. The most recent Simpsons episode I watched, it had a bunch of uh, comic comic book writers uh, guest star on it, uh, and Alan Moore... Uh, left his cave in the woods in uh, <laughs> in England long enough to record his voice to yell at uh, Millhouse. That was the one with the Watchmen. Uh, Watchmen babies vacation. <laughs> yeah, Watchmen babies vacation on vacation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was awesome. That was a great thing. But uh, it just it just makes me think of the Simpsons episode that had Michael Jackson on it and how good that was. Yeah, yeah. Compared to how terrible. Although I don't want to have that discussion about how old Simpsons is better than new Simpsons because it's a waste of time. It is. I mean, that's I mean that's common knowledge. Yeah. But I mean, there there was a definite point when it went from celebrities coming in and voicing other characters, and then it became celebrities coming on and voicing themselves. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Albert Brooks coming in and doing another a character that wasn't Albert Brooks, and like Michael Jackson coming in and doing a guy that's not Michael Jackson. Just thinks he is. Yeah, just thinks he is. But, you know, that's fine. But look, here comes Lady Gaga showing up, spending all this time with Lisa for no good reason. Well, she has to make her feel good. Except that she wanted to make her happy and not, yeah. When did The Simpsons become about Lisa? I don't know. Because if because every every time I've tried to watch the show recently, and granted, it hasn't been often, but every time I've tried to watch it, it's been a Lisa episode. And it's like Lisa's the normal one with her family of crazy people. There are a lot of episodes like that. Yeah, it I just does... lost my headphones. Oh, there we wait. There we go. Oh, oh, okay. Hello? Yeah, I can hear now. Yeah, but no, it's like it's become like the Lisa show with with her crazy family, and they pussified Bart Simpson. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. But anyways, let's get back on topic. I mean, I I like oh, Lisa as a character. I did until she became the main character. It beca- yeah. Until she got righteously indignant about things. You know? The voice the voice box, the political voice box for the writers. Pretty much, yeah. 
Pretty much, because you know, in early episodes, she yeah, she was the smart one, but she was she had just as many quirks as the rest of the family. the 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 point of the show was not there was no single character that was not normal. I mean, they well, were all like they the were methods. all off. Everyone in the town was off, and now it's like Lisa's the normal one, and she has to deal with everybody. Yeah. Anyways, back on topic. Community without Dan Harmon equals the suck. Yeah. Dan Harmon is the special sauce on Community that gave it the extra the extra bit to just be so much better than everything else. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's just it's just not gonna have that you know, without his special sauce, it's the sandwich is just not gonna have that zing. Yeah. Why were we talking about cheeseburgers? I I'm hungry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But uh also, if they cancel Parks and Rec after this half season, I will throw a fit. Oh, yeah. Me too. I, will, I, I, see, will. I, I do watch that. I watch that yeah. quite a bit. I mean, I love Community, but Parks and Rec oh, is my yeah. favorite. Yeah. I will flip a table. Yeah, I don't want to live in a world without Ron Swanson. I, I know. I know. Well, um, on, the, on the flip side of that, they could have... They could go back in time and cancel the office five five years ago, and I would be okay. Yeah, that'd be fine. Yeah, like that, that that show should not have lasted past Jim and Pam's wedding. That should have been the finale. Yeah, yeah, it would have made an excellent finale. Actually. It would have was a good episode. Yeah, but oh, well. and uh, Thirty Rock can go ahead and end because I can tell that they want to end it. They're 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 starting to wrap it up. Yeah, you can tell. And if if Tina wants to end it, that then that's the way it should go. Yeah, she was yeah. on something I was watching, and she really sounded like she was done with it. Well, it's had a good run, and it's been it's been cons- consistently good. Yeah. It, it made me like Tracy Morgan, and I never thought I would like Tracy I, Morgan. Oh, yeah, I love Tracy Morgan now. Because every time I see him, I just picture that he's Tracy Jordan. Yeah. And then I immediately like whatever comes out of his mouth. <laughs> Yeah, like watching scare tactics. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. It's hilarious. Yeah, because it's, it's just Tracy Jordan. Yeah, because yeah. I mean he still says like sometimes like weird stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what if scare tactics is really like a meta show? It's like a show that's hosted by Tracy Jordan. Yeah, it's a show from the Thirty Rock universe that somehow bled into reality. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> You know, I you know I feel that way about some stuff. Like the, uh, do you remember the movie? Um, this is a complete tangent from the that might get cut out. Um, do you remember the movie Lost in Space with? Um, yeah, yeah, the remake. Yeah, with um, Matt LeBlanc and yeah, uh, Lacey Chabert and all them. Um, I remembered her because she is good looking. Yeah. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember being in junior high when that came out and just being like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, yeah. Same here. Yeah. Same here. I want to. I want to do Penny Robinson. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyways, um, that movie is a terrible movie. Agreed. It's awful. Oh yeah, I liked it when I was a kid, but I'm sure it's horrible. Oh, I tried watching it, and I tried watching it, and it was bad until I got it in my head that it's not Matt LeBlanc. It's Joey from Friends <laughs> acting in a film version of Lost in Space. Oh, yeah. And it made it infinitely better. It made it watchable. It made it a, a halfway decent movie. If you picture it as a guy, not not a guy who is acting badly, but a guy who is purposely acting badly because he's playing a character who can't act in a movie that shouldn't be made. <laughs> Remember what they did to the robot in that movie? It did all he's sorts like, of weird stuff to, ro- to robots. It's like all blue and. Yeah, yeah. I still have the toy of it 
in the in my garage somewhere. Well, you know that was um that you know that had uh, Gary Oldman in it, right? Yeah. Yeah, he was Doctor Smith. Yeah, he, he was actually probably the best part because he knew that it was going to be awful and just chewed. There was not a piece of scenery that was not chewed on. <laughs> it was. It was. He was so over the top and ridiculous. It was great. <laughs> yeah. And remember, they find like that that yellow monster guy that totally looks like he's designed to be in Happy Meals. Oh yeah, yeah. It was the worst. Even as a kid, I was like, "Why is this guy here? <laughs> uh, what does he add to the movie?" Yeah. <sighs> All right. Well, I think you could you could leave that in. That was pretty. Funny. Oh yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah. Um. Well, do you want to move on to the next topic? Sure. All right. We can oh. talk about how rough the Diablo three launch has been. Yeah. Let's <laughs> let's do that. Yeah. yeah. It's been a mess. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I hear. You've had they've had a lot of um, um, server problems, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't have the game. I haven't been able to try it, but uh, apparently, ever since it launched, people couldn't get in because they were overloaded. Because right. apparently, Blizzard forgot that their game was very popular. Yeah, and I'm and I mean, a lot of it was also is also it's a um, you, uh, you have to be connected to the internet to play, even if you're doing uh, single player. Yeah, which I think is total bullcrap. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's but unfortunately, I think it's the way the the it's going. I think it's the way yeah. everything is going. Because instead of it being a a single player that you have the option of being multiplayer, it's a multiplayer game that you can turn off the multiplayer feature essentially. Yeah. And it's another way to uh, protect from piracy. Which is the worst reason to do something that invasive? Yeah. Well, you know, they got to protect their IP somehow. Yeah. Even though it's a Blizzard game and people will buy it into the next ten years. Yeah. Like they did with the other two Diablos. (laughs) I mean, they still sell copies. Well, they probably don't anymore, but they still sell copies of Diablo 2 everywhere, like the battle chest. Yeah. Any software section in any store, even like like a Target, will have Diablo 2 battle chest. Yeah. And, you know, I actually heard this the, um, I actually heard this earlier today on the, um, the Talk Without Werther podcast. I want to I cite them because they are a good podcast. They talk about their movies. They, they do a, a, a quick uh, kind of a recap thing at the beginning of their show. Excellent show. You should check it out. And um, they're based out of Ohio. And actually, one of the guys is based out of Kent, up, up near you guys. Um, woo! Yeah, woo! So, Kent! Yeah. <laughs> But anyways, they were um, one of the guys uh, said that because Diablo Two has been out for so long, one of the things that Blizzard is doing for uh, for the sake of good PR is that uh, if you still have the um, like the product code for your uh, old game, but have uh, lost or scratched your disc, you can actually sign up or you can go through online and register with them, and they will uh, allow you to connect to uh, Diablo Two without the disc because it's been cool. like a decade. And you know things happen, so I mean that's so I mean that that's good for good PR, I guess. Yeah, yeah. keeps people from torrenting it too, because uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean that's still a legal gray area, even if you already own the game. There's you know there's one other a news thing that we could go t- go through, but I really don't know how much I want to talk about it. But it's been getting a lot of hits on the site, so we might want to mention it. The uh, Lego Batman Two thing. That looks so good. I'm surprised at how good that game looks. It looks it looks really really good. I really want to play it. I mean, I love the Lego games to begin with. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna burn out on the Lego games ever since uh, Indiana Jones, but they're they're good games. You, you so need to I'll still you need to pick up the Batman. It is oh my god the bat the first Batman is 
excellent, and they, it, they, everyone is playable. I mean, you can be Man Bat and Clayface, and like, <laughs> like even obscure ones you can oh, you can that, play as. That reminds me, Samantha's nephew had that, and yeah. of course he doesn't know who any of the characters are because he doesn't, you know, yeah, he's, he's, right? Because he's, he's four. Oh yeah. <laughs> so he basically that? just made up names for all of them. Nice. And they're hilarious. Nice. He he called uh, Penguin the Mayor. The Mayor. Nice. The Mayor. Awesome. Cat Catwoman was Kitty Girl. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Clayface is Chocolate Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's uh, awesome. I can't remember any other ones though. Oh man, that was so long ago. It was a couple. I think you might have just said that Joker was the clown. Okay, well, that's pretty close. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's awesome. That Ooh. is that is phenomenal. Chocolate Man. Chocolate Man. <laughs> yep. <laughs> And the mayor. It's like, oh, yeah, it kind of looks like yeah. a mayor. Yeah, kind of. I mean, you can't really see, the, you can't really get the penguiny aspects through Lego bricks. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but no, Lego uh, Lego Batman 2 looks really, really good. Yeah, and it's almost not even just a Batman game. They might as well have just called it Lego Justice League. Well, well, they needed to brand it Lego Batman because, um, because I mean, it's still going to be a Batman game. I mean, there's still more Batman villains than any other villain. Yeah. But uh, but did you did you guys read the article I, I threw up on on the site the other day? Yeah, yeah. It's a uh, it sucks that they are. Um, I, I think this is the first time that they that the Lego games have done this. That uh, Traveler's Tales games have done this. But there is um, uh, pre order exclusive characters. So for the first time, you can't get all the characters in you know in one I hate game. That. Yeah, I I hate it. I hate it so much. I don't pre-order stuff. No, which we talked about on the last. Podcast. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I, I, yeah, I don't think we need to rehash that. But I mean, I want to play as both Shazam or Captain Marvel. I refuse to say Shazam. I want to play as both Captain Marvel and Gorilla Grodd. I want my talking monkey and my guy that's that's better than Superman because he's magic. But I can't because they are on two separate pre-orders. And Zatanna's in there too. I want to play as her. Yeah. Without having to do some crap. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now I I don't know if they're eventually going to open up the DLC for uh, like the other DLC. Like you have to pay extra for it. I'm sure they will. I hope they will. I hope they do because that's if if they don't if you if they're like nope you either you either have this hero pack or this villain pack and never the twain shall meet. That is that is grade A bull bull poopy. Yeah, it'll be a, it'll be a couple weeks before, like at least two or three weeks before they do it. But I'm sure you'll be able to buy it later. Ah man, I hope so. And you know what? They, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. They wouldn't miss out on that profit profit opportunity. It's yeah, stupid not to. Yeah, but have you seen the uh, the the most recent trailer for it? I haven't thrown it up on the site yet, but uh. Yeah, I watched it the other day. The the flying will be so cool, and the fact that it's open world is even better. Yeah, yeah, the open world thing. That's gonna that's gonna be excellent. That's gonna be really cool. But no, it looks really good. And um, the the one thing that's the one DLC, the one uh, pre order exclusive thing that I'm kind of interested in. Uh, if you get it through um, GameStop and EB, you actually get a uh, actual physical Lex Luthor in his oh, yeah, battle little, suit. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, that that's almost reason enough to pre order it through there because I because yeah. I want that because I, I want that Lego fig. Although there is a there is a definite problem with it, but that's not something I want to get into on this podcast. Oh no, no, what is it? Well, no, I think it. Well, 
bleached. The skin is tan. They're not yellow. Lego oh, people okay, are supposed yeah. to be yellow. I don't want to get into it here because I think it would be better served as either a, you know, another podcast in its entirety or when we're all together and have had a few adult beverages. I think <laughs> to it, argue I, about Legos. <laughs> so we can argue about the skin color of Legos. Yes. Yeah. So, anyways, back to the podcast. Um, I think we've pretty well gone through all of the um, all of the news topics that we can for for now. So, what do you say we take a break? All right. Sounds good. Yeah, we have a yep. We have a couple of emails here today. Um, the first one is from a uh, Sergeant Danielle Colson, or as the subject line here says, Danielle Sergeant Colson. So I suppose Sergeant is like Mick or Saint or something like that. It's like a it's like a abbreviation to the last name, I suppose. And it and it reads, "Dear friend, greetings. I know you will be surprised to receive this email." But before I go further, I would like you to understand that I am writing this mail to you with due respect, trust. I really wish to have you as my good friend and also wishes to entrust some funds into your care. But I have already sent that funds out of Iraq. I feel qu- I feel quite safe dealing with you, comma, period. <laughs> I need your sincere and truthful friendship. I got your contract from your profile. My name is Sergeant Danielle Colson. I am serving in United States of America military in Afghanistan. I have 10.5 million U.S. dollars that I successfully moved out of the country. I need a good partner, someone I can trust. It is oil business money we did with Afghanistan citizens worth of 142 million U.S. dollars, but the 10.5 million U.S. dollars stated is my share on the business deal and it's legal. I have successfully moved the funds out of Afghanistan as a family valuable items with the help of diplomatic company. The most important thing is, and this is all in caps, can I trust you? Once the funds get to you, you take your 30% out and keep my own 70%. Your own part of this deal is to find a safe place where my part of the funds will be until I come to meet you for discussions on investment plans. But I have more interest on real estate or any other profitable investments. If you are interested, I will furnish you with more details. But the whole process is simple and we must keep a low profile at all times. I look forward to your reply and cooperation. It's hyphenated, that's why I stopped. And I thank you in advance as I anticipate your cooperation waiting for your urgent response. My regards, Sergeant Danielle Colson. I, I think you can believe it. I think so. She, yeah. She she said trust a lot of times. She and did. That definitely means you can trust her. Yep. She said trust and friendship, and I mean she serves in the United States of America military. Yeah. So I mean, how could you not trust someone from from that? From the United States of America military. Yes, and I mean she's working through diplomatic company. I mean, 
can't get more legit than that. So thank you for writing, and uh, thanks for tuning into the show and reading the site. And hopefully you will find someone to to get all your totally legal 100% oil monies uh, into the into the U.S. with. I mean, if you can't trust somebody from the United States military army, yeah, who can you trust? Exactly. Yeah, who can you trust? You're right. You're you're absolutely right. So, do you guys have one? Yes, I've got one from a fan named Frank Victor. Okay. From Son of Governor at Yahoo.com. Nice. Apparently, the son of a governor. Okay. Hello, all caps. Period. My name is. Then it goes down one. Frank from Nig, which I'm assuming is Nigeria, short for Nigeria. Yeah, I'd assume so. We seem to have a large fan base there. They send us a lot of emails from Nigeria. They do. Yeah, we're big in Nigeria. Yeah. I am Frank, son of Governor of Lagos, state of Nig, Nigeria. I am looking for any bank manager over there to contact. I want to have Savis account over there. I am coming over there soon to stay and invest my money before... Then I need a bank manager that I can have his account number. Let me transfer all my money to him for my Savis account over there before I come over there. Please, if you're or if you're a bank manager and you can do it for me, please contact me by mail or phone. Spelled P H O E N. <laughs> Number, and then there's a phone number. I won't read it on air for his uh, privacy. I have parentheses one dollar, comma hundred and one word, fifty million one word, close parenthesis to transfer to you for my starting Savage account over there. So contact me. Let us got to G A two. Talk about it. So, bye and God bless you from Fur Sun. Um, some kind of furry, I guess. I guess, yeah. And uh, then it ends. Discover Yahoo. Use Yahoo to plan a weekend, have fun online, and more. Check it out. Nice. Can you believe all the people that have been wanting to give us money for this for the for our podcast? I know. Yeah. Or, or just people that need help with. With large sums of money, I know you would. You would think that you know, they they would have you know bank managers or like, you know, people who who know money. But no, apparently they're just looking for kind individuals, like ourselves <laughs> with great blogs. Yeah, they're just blown away by the PXT guys. They're just blown yeah. away. They're just like we can trust these guys. Yeah. Oh man, that article on E three is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> they look. They seem like they would be good with money. Uh, I don't get where he thinks that one of us is a bank manager, but you know, it's worth a shot. Blogger, a bank manager, you know, it's close. Yeah, start similar. with a B. Run in similar circles. Yeah, yeah. Of course they do. Yeah, right. Big shout out to Nigeria, though. Thanks for listening. Oh to yeah, Nigeria. yeah. I think everybody with an iPod in Nigeria is listening to our our podcast. So thank you. <laughs> And remember, if you want to send us your email or fence up, have us fence money through you, uh, email us at staff at p 
pizzaextremeteam.com and uh, we will read you read your stuff on the air. Promise. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't matter what you send us, we'll read anything on air. That's right. We are desperate. Desperate <laughs> for attention. We'll read your erotic serenity fan fiction. Erotic fan fiction. Yeah. Friend fiction. Yeah. We will anything. Anything, guys. Come on. Anything. You know you gotta want it. And don't forget, there's still there's still a bounty for emails. If you send us an email, any email, with anything at all in it, we'll send you a free copy of Z-Boyd Games' Cthulhu Saves the World. That's which right. It's a fantastic game. Excellent game. I've still I've I've been playing through it, and my god, my goodness, guys, if you are like us, and I mean you're listening to this, so I'm guessing you are, you're you're gonna want to play this game. It is excellent. And it can be yours for free. Just send us an email. Yep. For, yes. For zero dollars and almost no effort on your part. Please at least have what one full word in the email, though. Yeah. Please, please make it clear that it's not spam. Yeah. That's 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 the qualifier. The it's the PXT. We are not sending spam contest. Yeah, we're sending you a real email. Not that the emails we've been receiving aren't real. Those are legitimate emails. No, those are legitimate emails, but you know they they seem a little busy to play video games. They have all this money on their hands. Yeah, they can afford to drop three bucks for the game because of all that dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So contact us not regarding large sums of money. Oh, I think we're running out of steam, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I guess with that, I think we're pretty well done with the show. But before we wrap it up, uh, there's one thing. There's one announcement that we would like to make. Any of our listeners that have smartphones, you know you love downloading stupid, stupid apps, things that serve no purpose whatsoever. For and you and you pay some money for it, you know, like ninety nine cents for some, you know, fake lighter fart, that can't fart machine for fart machine exactly. We are giving you an amazing service. For absolutely zero dollars. By the time you're listening to this, we should, and I stress the word should, have the official Pizza Extreme Team mobile app titled PXT Go online and ready for download for any smartphone mobile device. There is a catch though, it costs money to put apps onto the iTunes. So, like, it costs 99 bucks to put an app on an iTunes. So, we're not going to do that. However, there is going to be a special link on the site and a special uh, ad at the top, a banner right at the top of the page that advertises our brand new app. It is, you just click that, it'll take you through the steps of downloading it manually. We are going to bypass iTunes completely. We're going to stick it to the man. In your face, Apple. Exactly, in your face. However, you can go to the uh, Android store or the Google Play uh, store as it's called now and download it from there. So Android so for the first time ever, Android users have a one up on <laughs> on the on the Apple users. Take that jerks. They only charge twenty five dollars to put apps in their app store. But anyways And th- they don't police it like Nazis. Ex- <laughs> exactly. But anyways, this app, why should you download this app? Well, it is pound for pound the quickest way to access all of the content on PizzaExtremeTeam.com because you're not going through our slow-ass servers. You get links to every single one of our uh, articles that we put up. 
There's a special button that you can uh, access all of our podcasts right there on your phone. No downloading required. It's all streamed directly to your phone. So you're not going to be losing any space on your phone whatsoever. Just click, click, and you're listening to our sweet, sweet voices. This, Plus, this sounds amazing. It, how much How much does this cost again? For exactly zero dollars. Cody. It's not nineteen ninety five. It's not twenty four ninety five. We would be stupid to charge that much for an app. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's free. it's free. Can you believe that? I we can't. Are literally giving this away. <laughs> I can't believe it, and I even made the stupid thing. <laughs> Anyways, I know you're saying to yourself, "Hey, we can already go to the the website on our on our cell phone. We can already download our the things." But wait, there's more. We are going to have exclusive app-only content that we're going to be recording as soon as we get done here that you will not be able to find anywhere else. Not on the website, not on our um, podcast streams, nowhere else. And who knows? Maybe eventually we'll have video on there. Maybe we'll have other games. I don't know. I'm still figuring this thing out as I go. (laughs) The fact of the matter is you can't live without the PXT Go mobile app. And for $0, you owe it to yourself. Treat yourself, people. Come on. Treat treat yourself. Treat yourself. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And with that little tiny bit of digital whoring, I say <laughs> we are done with the Pizza Extreme Team podcast. You can find us each and every day on www.pizzaextremeteam.com. You can also uh, go to our Facebook page, which I swear we need to get 30 people. I don't want to harp on it because we've already gone on about the app, but please like our page. Please, if you're on Twitter, you can find us at Pizza Extreme Team. You can also find myself, my own personal Twitter, at Robot Caveman. You can find me at PXT underscore Cody. And Samantha's going to start using the oh, official. Yeah. There's hopefully going to be a lot team. more use of the Twitter. Exa- yes, yes, that's, that is a good thing. We're actually going to start using our Twitter. So there might be a reason to actually uh, like us or add follow us on the, on the Twitters. So, Watch me harass celebrities. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. So for On pe- that note. <laughs> on that, yes, on that note. Oh, my God. We are dying a, a slow death. <laughs> There's going to be some great bonus content. Oh, my out. God. You are going to want to download that app. <laughs> You're going to want it. And how much was that again? Zero dollars. Zero. How can you afford to give away such quality? How could we afford not to? <laughs> All right. So for Pizza Cast, I am Sam. I'm Cody. And I'm Samantha. Pizza out. There we go. I was waiting for someone to say it. <laughs> all right. All right. The end of every podcast, we just completely lose it. It's ridiculous. I know. It's great. I love it. <laughs>
So who wants to get this showboat a going? Um, I can try it again. Yeah, do it. <laughs> okay. High energy, Cody. <laughs> High energy. <laughs> Get something. <laughs> Do some laps around the room first. So then I won't be able to breathe. <laughs> Just the, the winded intro. What is it? The Pete's Pizza Show. 